0: Hello and welcome everyone to episode 139 of the EVs podcast. I'm your host, Chris Rogers, and this week's episode will cover the Aptera news for the period between November 12th and November 18th, 2023, which is going to be about a couple of new broader EV industry updates. Hello, everyone. I hope that you all had a nice week. This week's episode is going to be a little different and a little bit short. I have to apologize if there are any audio issues. I'm currently traveling, and so this is my mobile recording setup. And so I'm not going to go as in-depth as I might ordinarily do. And so the first story this week I wanted to talk about, which I think is relevant to Aptera enthusiasts, was the announcement that the partnership between Rivian and Amazon had concluded if, if you're unfamiliar Rivian they make a they make some fairly luxurious SUVs and uh, electric SUV and pickup truck the r1t and the R1s but they also make a specific delivery van. I think they got a lot of initial funding from Amazon and, and Amazon was their initial partner they had an exclusive deal but now that that deal has expired, they're able to sell those delivery vans to any other company that would want to, to use them. And, and for Rivian, this is significant, not just because even though as their revenues have gone up, their deliveries have gone up, they're still losing money as a company. But the margins on the delivery vehicles are much higher than they are for the regular passenger vehicles, the, the pickup truck and the SUV that, that people have been purchasing. And so it's it's a big deal for them to be able to not just have Amazon using their electric delivery trucks which look pretty cool i mean i guess the overall rivian design i think is looks great but they just they have higher h- higher margins and they're also able to sell those in sort of a fleet deal situation And i think that's relevant for aptera because i think i've mentioned this before i, I think aptera's future as a utility focused vehicle is is perhaps one of the most significant areas that the company can go in because as much as they are going to be enthusiasts and people who love the efficiency ethos, you know they love reducing their carbon footprint, the never charge, all of that, all of those reasons that a regular person for for their normal, not just leisure travel, but regular commuting purposes, all the good reasons that a a person has, a company has a larger financial incentive to want a vehicle that you do not have to pay to charge is going to have a lower cost of ownership and because of the large storage capacity in the back. And so um, it's significant that, you know, you've got Rivian before in a way because of the exclusive membership, they were just selling their sort of delivered vehicles to Amazon, but now they're going to be expanding out into other businesses, which can lead to more competition for Aptera in in that area. And so it'll be, be interesting to see. I think thus far, there's only been there was the one announcement of a fleet vehicle sale for Aptera, but it's it's perhaps a good thing for for companies I think to be getting into the electric vehicle delivery, you know, purchasing those fleet sales because, you know, once they get used to how they need to develop their infrastructure for something like the the giant Rivian vans, I think that there there are a lot of companies that will realize that maybe in a last mile delivery or in sort of smaller the different circumstances they would realize the value of a vehicle like Aptera So we'll see where where that goes from there. And I will continue to follow the sort of fleet vehicle utility delivery angle um, as the stories continue to develop. The the last story that I want to talk about is is something that again I've touched on a little bit before, but I think is it will be kind of an ongoing theme in terms of electric vehicle startups like Aptera, which in a lot of ways have followed Tesla in terms of their overall strategy approach using the design studios uh, um, instead of relying a car dealership model. And one of the things that has, has been discussed and I've seen people mention is an advantage for Aptera and companies like them Similar to to Tesla, especially in light of the recent UAW, the United Auto Workers Union strikes, is that because the employees of Tesla are not unionized, it's sort of an advantage, and, and it's a more nimble company overall. And I've seen that argument apply to a company like Aptera. Um, you know, they're I mean they're they're fairly small, and so you know they they're not. And they're not at the point where they have a unionized factory or production facility. But the big news that's come out in the last week or so has been uh, strikes in Sweden against Tesla. Um, their I guess their mechanics in Sweden have been attempting to get Tesla to sign a collective bargaining agreement. And when Tesla refused, because they they've generally have been an anti-union company, The strike spread from the initial mechanics, and now the dock workers are refusing to deliver Tesla vehicles. And I only bring this up because I've seen Aptera described as a as an advantage for them that they are not, you know, their their employees aren't part of a union. They're not part of the United Auto Workers Union. But I think the Tesla example shows that, you know, just because you're not part of the same sort of structure that the the large automakers, the OEMs, are are doing where they have to work with those unions. It doesn't necessarily um, inure you to the potential. Um, it, it doesn't mean that you get to get around those restrictions over overall. And when Tesla was a was a small company where they weren't a major automaker, yeah, you know they were able to get by. But that's not sort of a forever situation. And things can turn quickly. And so I think as for those who are following Aptera. And who are looking to the current labor situation, and they're they're thinking this is an advantage. I would I would use this Sweden situation as sort of a a it's a, a cautionary tale of how if I think it's a, basically it's important for APTERA to think long term in terms of how they are engaging with different labor structures in different countries, especially in the EU, and perhaps increasingly in the United States. As union membership is on the rise, as there are increasing efforts to unionize Tesla's labor force here in the United States, that yeah, you know, just because they're it's a it's a an advantage perhaps right now when the company is smaller. If Aptera actually achieves their ambitions and they get to the sc- the scale in terms of deliveries that they want, they're going to have to reckon with organized labor and with collective bargaining agreements, um, to, because. You know, when you're when you're when you're making cars, um, you know, massive pieces of machinery um, where people can get injured in these in these factories and stuff like that, their workers are going to be there. There's increasing motivation for them to be concerned about their working conditions and 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 the stuff that Tesla has done thus far to avoid that. We're now seeing that mm, that's not necessarily a long term um, that's not the status quo isn't necessarily going to remain that way forever. And they're likely going to have to adjust their practices to accommodate working with with organized um, organized groups. And the same thing will apply to, to Tesla. So that was just a little thing that that I when I was reading the news stories about what was going on in Sweden, I thought it was kind of important to to highlight because um, I APTERA is likely going to be facing the the same this exact same scenario soon if they get to the the level of scale that they're hoping to with you know a million vehicles on the road with different different types of their 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 larger delivery vans um, their four-door vehicles Aptera will have to figure this out as well eventually too And that concludes episode 139 of the Apt EVs podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, please tell a friend so that we can continue to grow the Aptera movement. I also include my referral link in the show notes for $30 off your 100 dollars def- refundable deposit on an aptera. For any comments or feedback, please send those to apt evspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you to OS50 for the song movies, and in the words of Jeff Kanada, think about what you put out into the world, make it a better place.